in terms of me and my energy as a CEO, I am so behind my program. I see my peers getting coached in the masterminds that I'm in who are, you know, feeling a little shaky about their client results and not because they don't get their clients results, but because they don't have a quantifiable way of seeing over time their clients results. There's a hesitation to claim something. I can't say that I do that because I don't know. Having this data helps me be so behind my program and that a hundred percent affects my sales, right? Like, yeah, I think that any CEO listening to that understands that. <laughs> Welcome to Systems Famous, the podcast where we're revolutionizing the coaching industry by putting client results first. I'm Ashley Pendergraft, a systems and automation expert with over five years of experience in the coaching industry. Let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to the Systems Famous Podcast. Gina, I am so excited to have you. This is I'm like so excited to be here. This is such a long time coming. Before we dive into all of the things, because you have a very exciting milestone that we're gonna get yeah. all into. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I feel like everybody in the industry knows who you are, but go ahead and introduce yourself, your programs, and like specifically like the results that you get your clients inside of your offers. Amazing. Hi, everyone. My name is Gina Knox. I'm a financial coach for entrepreneurs, and I help with two things in my programs. I have my program Six Figure Saver, which is my 12-month group program, and the result is in the title. We're there to save 100K in 12 months, so I help my clients with saving. Most of the time, primarily, it's saving in their business, but we also trickle that down into saving in your personal life as well. And then I have my mastermind, which is a six-month mastermind called Seven Figure Wealth. And it's all about learning how to build wealth outside of your business. So we learn how to save in your business. Then we learn how to build wealth outside of your business. And in Seven Figure Wealth, we are learning how to leverage stock market portfolios, debt, and real estate. I have been a one-on-one -on -one client of Gina's. I've been in Six Figure Saver. I'm currently in Seven Figure Wealth. So I, all the things. I do all the things that Gina ever offers. <laughs> and every time I'm like, do I need this, Gina? And she's like, I don't know. Do you? And then it, the answer is always <laughs> yes. I'm a little bratty with, I'm a little bit bratty with my like longtime clients. I'm like, it's your decision. You decide. <laughs> Look. <laughs> well, we are here to talk about client results and specifically, Gina, you just posted on Instagram stories an incredible milestone for Six Figure Savers. Tell the people what you've accomplished inside that program. Yes. Okay, so we just hit $5 million in collective client savings in that program. So there's a couple pieces of context I want to give you first, though. Because a lot of people, when they hear that number, they're like, okay, but like, what does that really mean? Probably you have thousands of people. And I'm like, no, 155 people have been through our doors and 155 people have saved $5 million, which is insane. So proud of that. And to give you guys a little bit of backstory, Six Figure Savers started in May 2020. On January 1st, 2021, we decided to start tracking client results. These are all results that clients submit themselves. So they're doing it themselves. As you may imagine, not everybody does it. <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about this. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Anyways. So yeah, it's all client submitted results. And since, yeah, since 2021, we've saved five point something, $5.027 million. Love it. And you are currently tracking your results in Airtable, and we will get into how you started to do that. But when you first started in January 2021, were you tracking in a Google Sheet? I was Tell tracking in your... a Google Sheet. It was a, I have it pulled up. It's so embarrassing. There's like broken formulas. It's a hot mess. It's so embarrassing. I was tracking in Google spreadsheets. And what I did was I had a Google form. And if you like have ever used Google forms, you can connect the output of the data from a Google form into a Google spreadsheet. So every single month, I would send out the form and people would submit it. And then I just had this mess of data. And it's it's a mess. It's like literally a mess. It's a mess, but it's also better than nothing, which I think is a really good. Yeah. What made you shift for those first eight months when you weren't tracking at all, when you were like, OK, we need to start tracking. What was that kind of turning point for being like, all right, 
we need to start tracking results, even if it's not in the best platform yet. Well, to be fair, at the time, I thought it was hot shit. I was like, I'm tracking results and it's in a spreadsheet. I thought it was so cool. Gina Um, loves spreadsheets, y'all. Gina was the biggest spreadsheet fan ever before we worked together. Love, love, love spreadsheets. Yeah, so I thought it was really cool. But I think I just decided like, so we're getting these client wins and people are sharing their wins in our, at the time we didn't have Slack, at the time we had a Marco Polo group, which was peak pandemic behavior. Is that all video or is there, was there text too? Marco Polo is all video. It's just like a timeline stream of video. There's no organization. We were a much smaller group too. I think we were like less than 20 people at that point. So it was manageable. But yeah, people would like share in Marco Polo their wins, which was super exciting. And I was like, I need to find a way to capture this because it's slipping away. It's getting lost in the timeline of all of these videos. And so I think the original idea was to have something to quantify our results which was also going to help my marketing and help me feel like, what are we actually doing and where do we need to improve? Because as the coach, I care a lot about not just individuals, you know, growth, which is very important when you're coaching one-on-one or coaching somebody in Slack or coaching somebody on a call. But I cared about, is the collective getting it? And if not, then I need to work something out, right? Yep. So it was a way for me to also test, is my curriculum working or do I need to make some changes? And I think that's something that you mentioned in the beginning. I think people always, when they see 5 million in client wins, they're like, okay, that means a few people are getting the most results. And I think with some of the group programs that have been critiqued, like the big like celebrity quote unquote coaches, they're like, they have these people on their sales page that like, there's an iceberg. It's like the tip is like, mm. yay, all these people that are happy and getting results. But these people underneath the iceberg are like struggling and So many people are so skeptical, I think, of programs and programs, promises and results now. And now that you if you were still in Marco Polo, you're like, people are getting results, but you just wouldn't totally know Um, to the penny, to the dollar, the averages, all of those things. So it makes sense that you wanted to move into them. It's also so helpful because there are always going to be people who struggle in your programs who need something explained slightly differently or something. And so it's helpful to have the data and be able to, when you see that person on a call and you know that they're maybe not submitting as many wins as the average, you can be inviting them to come get coached, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just about ignoring the people who aren't getting results and trying to hide from them as much as like, I see where everyone's kind of landing and maybe I need to explain something different to this group of people. And so how can I do that? And again, that can be helpful in a call when you're coaching someone on a call, or you could think, okay, I have this group of people who are not getting the result I want them to get. What curriculum do I need to make for them to help them, you know, move forward or move past whatever block they may be having? That's such a like mature way to look at your curriculum and your programs and your client results because I try because it can be really hard to come at it from a place of curiosity because I think there is some of that resistance of well it's all there and if you just go through the program the program works if you work Mm -hmm. it and that is like not a collaborative place to be with your clients Mm -hmm. you get so many different types of clients especially as you're scaling especially if you have 155 people they're all going to learn in different ways so even if some folks are getting the results it's not that these people aren't getting the results because they're not working hard enough there might just be some new curriculum to add. What was some of the specific either curriculum or systems mm-hmm. updates you did to capture that group that maybe wasn't getting the result as fast as you wanted? Yeah. It? In my Airtable form now, I have a question that says, what helped you create this win? And it's required. And so you have to write something. And you will see as you scroll through, people are referencing one specific concept the mm-hmm. most, which is called my buffer system. Which, ironically, you and I came up with together on a one-on-one call. <laughs> I was crying, crying, crying about not having enough money. Yes. And I mean, the buffer system is really, really simple. All it is is you decide how much money to leave in your checking account. And then anytime you log in and there's more money than that, you move the additional money to savings. And I think what was so helpful about that concept was it required no spreadsheets. It required no premeditation. It didn't require you change your spending habits. All it requires is you know a number, you log in. If it's over, it's like a if this, then that statement. 
which is so simple. Anyone can do that. And so when we were workshopping that and you were finding really helpful results with that, I was like, why am I at a certain point it like clicked? I'm like, wait, six figure savers need this. Like they're struggling with knowing when to move money. And so I just need to answer that question. And then all of a sudden, like every other savings win is referencing that concept. Literally, wow. it is my most referenced concept. Wow. Bar none. And there are a couple other concepts. So you, you see the other ones come through, but it's like, okay, that is the winning concept, which is so helpful because now I'm never going to take it out. If anything, I'll work on improving that concept. But now I know like that's probably the bedrock concept of the curriculum. And if I were to do a curriculum revamp again, which I will, like we just keep improving it, I would probably center it all around that. I think that's so interesting too. I'm about to do a huge curriculum overhaul and looking at the clues of what people are either referencing the most or struggling with the most. Like it's kind of like yeah. you're looking at it from both angles and how can you bridge that gap to get everybody more client results? I think it's a really great way to look at that. Can I share one other thing yeah, that please. I'm working through now? Because it might be helpful. It's not all roses and sh sunshine. What bothers me is a group of people who never submit one savings win. Mm. And my belief is that it's not because they're not saving or getting results. It's either because they're not engaging in the program or they're just not submitting their wins, which people do. I do that in the programs I'm in. I don't submit my wins. So I think it's normal behavior. So now what I'm thinking about is what is causing people to not engage at all in the program once they buy? Because I have the people who are like the super fans and they show up and they do everything that we do. And then there's the people who don't even engage at all. And I've been playing too with like, when there are no clues in the data, because there's no data to have clues around, what do you do? Yep. And I think that I've been thinking through what are people feeling about their money that's causing them to not even show up? Because money is so emotional. And I think it's like that lack of data is a clue. I'm curious too, and I, I have never asked you this or brainstormed this, but something that might be interesting to add into your onboarding form is a question of like, we collect savings wins. We ask for that. We want to work for this collective goal together. Do you want to opt out of that? If they're like, yeah, like that's not something I do in programs. I don't submit wins. Mm -hmm. I probably would have said like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. If they opt out, then that gives you at least a data point like that they never were going to do it in the first place. That's and true. That, that might be something to add. That's an interesting point. Yeah. Because like, I think that there's two groups in there. There's probably the group that is trying to get wins and they're struggling versus the group that's like just not engaging with the tracker. And it's hard from a data perspective to know which is which. I think you could do that's a good opt in point. And then all of this is possible with Airtable. That's why we're saying it nonchalantly, because other people would be like, how would I possibly like send these hundreds of manual emails? But you could say, <laughs> After 10 days, after 30 days, like if they haven't filled out the tracker, send them a reminder and then say, hey, if you actually want to opt out of this process, just hit reply and let us know and we won't remind you about it again. That yeah. might be another way to, I wonder if that would capture anybody who's been at zero. This could be worth a test. Right? Your Google Sheet could never. Your Google My sheet Google Sheet never. literally could never. And I think so many people think that they are tracking their wins because they're tracking them in a Google Sheet. And I have had a couple people send me big coaches. I like Stacey Bayman. Stacey Bayman had this like post that was just like, we track our wins inside of a spreadsheet and my team is in there every day adding the things. And a couple people DM that to me and they're like, whoa, like this is like some like 18th century nonsense. Like, wow, they need Airtable. What is going on? And I think it's just so funny because the, those who don't know the possibilities of tracking an Airtable feel like they are getting all of these wins and they're tracking them in one spreadsheet. What do you think folks who aren't tracking their data and their wins inside of Airtable are missing out on? So much. There's so much that you're, they're missing out on. First of all, the thing that sold me on Airtable and Ashley's entire system was she showed me the primary student record, which is essentially like each one of your students becomes a record in the database. And everything that that student does gets tagged back to that record. So I can go to the directory. I can click on any single student, expand the record, and see their whole history inside of the program. I can see their onboarding form. I can see every single question they've submitted and when. 
I can see every single savings win they've submitted and when. And we take screenshots of our Slack wins and put those into Airtable too and tag those to the person. So I see all of the screenshots that we've gotten from them. Like, it's so valuable to be able to click into any one given person and see their history inside of your program and see how they've like changed over the course of your program. That's one thing that your spreadsheet will literally never, ever, ever be able to do unless you're really a wizard. But even if you are a spreadsheet wizard, like the amount of time it takes. So this is the secondary thing. I have all of that data and I don't do anything for it. It takes me zero time to do all of that. Literally zero time. The only thing that takes time is putting our Slack wins into Airtable. And we do that on a monthly basis. My OBM does that. It takes her about 30 minutes. So for all of that data, it's taking us 30 minutes a month versus having an entire team upkeep a spreadsheet. And if you guys have ever done big, big spreadsheets like this, they break, right? Like the formulas break, somebody clicks up the wrong thing and all of a sudden the whole thing breaks. It's just... Oh my God, the time alone, the time alone. And imagine like how many other things you could be doing with that time. Don't let your OBM be spending hours doing data entry of all these things when it could just be like, they could, you guys be analyzing the data and then building better programming or like something I know that y'all do is someone might not be used to filling out a form like that six figure saver tracker. They might not do that, but they're used to sharing wins in a Slack channel. And I think y'all do at least, I think sometimes you submit even on their behalf, but you'll say, hey, love this win. Can't believe it. Don't forget to like, don't forget to add mm -hmm. it to the tracker. How have yeah. you created a culture where people are like actually filling out your tracker? A couple things. When you submit a savings win, you tag your name. So it goes back to your student record. And then you submit how much you put into savings that day. And then a couple other questions immediately after you submit it, you get an email that says, congratulations, you submitted a savings win. So you may have submitted $100, but over the course of your time in Six Figure Saver, your total submitted savings might be $6,000. You get an email that says, congratulations, you submitted a savings win. Your new total savings since you've been in this program is $6,000. Keep it up. The reason we did that was I was getting so many questions from people being like, can you tell me how much I've submitted? Can you tell me how much I've submitted? People wanted that data. They wanted their own data because I don't know about you, but like, that's exciting. Our friend Kirsten has million dollar email and I'm in that program and I want to know how many email wins I've submitted. Like, I like to know that number. It keeps me motivated. So that's one thing that we do to help people keep the momentum up. But then the other thing we do culturally across the program is we very much talk about it like a collective, right? We are working towards a collective goal. Every single dollar counts towards this collective community goal because we all want to be in a community that is uplifting each other and is collectively winning. That is fun. So every single week inside of Slack, we have a weekly reminder that says, we are working towards our collective goal of $5 million saved in 2023. Remember to submit. We have just an automated weekly thing. Now I'm going to have to update it because we hit $5 million, So now I'm going to have to change it to $10 million or something. <laughs> but I think that really the emphasis on community is so helpful versus the individual. That feels like the special formula that, again, Airtable makes it so fucking easy to do this. But it's yeah. giving them that momentum of, hey, you just submitted this. Overall, you've submitted this much. Here's how much you have left before you hit the major goal. That's the first thing is remind them and give them that momentum. The second thing is like truly plastering your program and making it really easy for them to know where to submit things. You are doing a yeah. weekly Slack to remind people to fill out this form. And you're doing it, which is the third part with not like, hey, I need to know if the program is good. I need testimonials for my sales page. It is like working towards a collective goal. There's yeah. a reason why we want you to submit this because we're all working on something bigger together. And I think those three pieces are the reason why you have so many people submitting so many client results. I'm curious, yeah. do you know how many people haven't submitted? It's definitely the majority yeah. have submitted at least something, right? 
we have 131 records. So we're missing about 20-something people. Cool. And 74 have submitted at least a dollar. Actually, our lowest win is $35. Love it. So that's how, kind of how we're stacking up. Cool. Yeah, yeah. and I, I like that. And I think that there are ways that we can... I'm always like, how do we bridge the client gap, like results gap even more? Yeah. And not only how do you get more clients, more results, but also how do you get them to submit? So that's always like something that we can brainstorm. But the foundation is just so strong and it gets you creative of like, how can we get more wins? How can we celebrate more people? I think that's really fantastic. Yeah. And there's a couple of people in here. Filter I'm like, this up. person saved so much money and they didn't submit. And I know for a fact, because I've seen it. Well, I have and to get is... over it by you. Like, I want the perfect data set. Yeah. It's just never going to happen. So that's something I have to also like just work through is like, I know these people have saved money and they just didn't submit. Well, and that's why you need to say like, you have 5 million of submitted wins, but you are right. like probably have millions more of unsubmitted wins from clients. And that is like, that's so cool to be even like not be ashamed of like, oh, I don't have everybody's data. But like from the data that I have, we're already like the best money program in the industry. Like that's so cool. Like blows my mind is that's only two and a half years of data. Five million in two and a half years. Are you joking? That's nuts. I get emotional because we're the Wizard of Oz in the back end helping our clients get their clients results. Yeah. But to be like, to be a part in your journey of helping people, like 155 people save $5 million and win. How does that make you feel? When you look at these numbers, the impact you have had on these people's lives, what comes up for you? I recorded a bonus podcast episode yesterday and I was getting like a bit emotional because it's, to, to your point, this is the tip of the iceberg. This is just the submitted wins. And... If the dollar amount is one thing, the emotional transformation is another. Like the dollar amount represents people healing their relationship with money. And that has enormous ripple effects throughout your life, in your business, in your relationship with your kids, in your relationship with your partner, in your friendships. It has insane ripple effects. And I look at all of my clients and I like scroll through the list and I look at their names and I know what they do. And all of my clients are entrepreneurs. And my thought is like every single one of my clients, their work, the work that they do is so needed in the world. And I get to be a part of helping them continue that. Mm -hmm. Like the money part, it's simultaneously such a small part because their genius is so much bigger than that. But money is required in the game of entrepreneurship. And I don't know if your audience knows this, but I worked at QuickBooks for five years as a designer. So I had a lot of exposure to entrepreneurs. I mean, QuickBooks has millions of customers worldwide. And we would always talk about how like 50% of businesses go out of business within the first five years or most businesses aren't profitable for the first three years, like all of these big statistics. And it's like, yeah, money is such a crucial part in our entrepreneurial journey. And my perspective is learning how to save is your job as a CEO. It's really hard to be a CEO if you're constantly like living sale to sale, launch to launch, like just trying to keep it going like that. And it's, to see $5 million, I'm like, that represents $5 million that clients have been able to use to keep going, which is unmeasurable. It's insane. It's wild. Something else, you're scaling. You have had yeah. some really successful launches. You've onboarded a lot of students at once. Yeah. And when you start to get to this point, you don't know every single person in your program and you can't keep all of their progress inside of your head even if you have no oh. <laughs> a mastermind that might be a little smaller so you have the group program 155 people seven figure wealth is smaller when you technically could probably keep track of all those people in your head but what is the benefit of doing like tracking systems like this for programs that are small enough where someone might be like, oh, I, I can keep track of everybody. I know I know where everyone's at. Yeah. 
Well, to be clear, 155 people have been through the program, but only 75 are active because it's a 12-month program. So people have graduated out. Even still, 75 people is a lot of people to keep track of in your head. And then when I add on top the 20-something people in my mastermind, that's 100 people, 100 clients that I'm managing. So a couple things. To your point, I cannot keep track of everyone's progress in my head. And I almost, I'm going to go on the record and say, it would be irresponsible of me to try and coach a hundred people just like with nothing mm-hmm. other than my brain, right? It would be irresponsible because I know I could do such a better job if I had systems, which I do, thank God. So there's a couple things. Hi there, I'm taking a quick pause on this episode to let you know about a free live masterclass I'm doing on October 19th called The Three Simple Airtable Systems You Need to 3X Your Group Offer Sales and Triple Your Testimonials. You can sign up for free at systemsoverstress.co slash live or by clicking the link in the show notes. In this free masterclass, I am so excited. We're gonna be covering exactly what you need to set up inside of Airtable before your next launch so you're prepared for that inevitable client influx that isn't gonna sacrifice your student experience or burn your team out. We're also gonna share how Airtable can help you and your team do your jobs faster and more efficiently by creating one-click workflows, student progress dashboards that eliminate any manual data entry task and more. So there's no need to increase your admin hours as your program grows. We're also gonna be covering the automations you need to not only streamline the operations of your group program, but to improve your overall student experience, get your clients better results faster, increase your student renewal rate, make your marketing easier than ever, and so much more. And you know what this means? At the end of the masterclass, you'll be invited to join Systems Over Stress, my group program that helps you automate the onboarding, offboarding, and re-sign process of your signature group program in under 30 days. This is the only time the doors to the group program are gonna be open this year. So if Work With Ashley has been on your vision board, now is the time to mark your calendar. I'm sharing everything, so go ahead and sign up now at systemsoverstress.co slash live or by clicking the link in the show notes. Because of Airtable, our automated onboarding and offboarding is taken care of. That's just huge by itself when you're onboarding and offboarding 100 people at different times. Because Six Figures Aver is a 12-month program from the day you join. So everybody has a unique offboarding date. I cannot do that manually. Like, absolutely not. So because that's taken care of, and because so many of the client communications are taken care of automatically, I actually have a lot of time that I wouldn't have had otherwise to read through my onboarding forms. Like, even though I don't know each one of my clients individually, I know a lot of their stories because I read their onboarding forms. I read the questions that they submit for our calls. I read their wins. I'm like stocking them in Airtable. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, so I almost have this little persona per person. And I, there's definitely going to come a day where I can't even do that for everybody. But to know that I have the data that's easily accessible and so much of my time free to just spend time in there is huge. That's number one. Number two. Because we have clear like metrics that we're measuring against. So for Six Figure Saver, we're working to get everyone to 100K saved. In Seven Figure Wealth, we're working to get everyone an income generating portfolio. When clients submit their stuff, I can get a sense of like, okay, where is everybody at? And who needs, who like, there's almost like for the people who are excelling, What are they doing that we can take and make more clear for everybody else? For the people who are struggling, is there any themes that I can extract? Again, for me, it comes back so much to curriculum building and how can I use my data to make better curriculum? Now, in my mastermind, which is less than 30 people right now in this round, we do monthly investment reports. So every month, our clients are submitting their investment reports. And in that report, we have a question, what do you need coaching on this month? Now, I'm not using that particularly to like call them out, but it's good for me to see what does my client think they need coaching on next? And I spend the time to read through all of those. I spend the time to read through what they feel like their struggles are at the moment so that it can inform my coaching when I do see them on our calls or when I do see them in Slack. Yeah, that's all great. And I think it just goes back to 
you're not spending time collating the data. You're just spending time reading it and using yeah. it to make better decisions and better results for your clients. Like yeah. so many of us like have onboarding forms. When is the last time you looked at the data? Like when you found the Google sheet that like has yeah. the data and you made updates to it, we're collecting the data, but we're not actually looking at it. And that's what like this whole having everything in one central spot in Airtable can really help you do is is tell stories, not just on the micro level of like, how is this client doing? But overall, how are all of my clients yeah. doing? And especially with something like a mastermind where it is, you might like do pop up like trainings or just be like, okay, all y'all are clearly struggling on this thing. Like, let's talk about this this month. It's a little more dynamic and flexible. Yeah. You don't want to just be like, I woke up and I have this vision of things I want to teach my clients. Like you're using what they're asking for and what they're struggling with to to get them better results. We're in this like little world that like loves data and loves Airtable and loves like all this <laughs> stuff. And I just forget we go a couple steps away. People don't no. have this for their programs. And it's like such a gift to give not only our clients, but also you, your team, they know what's going on. If there's a customer service issue, they don't have to go into your brain. They can just go into the student oh record my God. and see all the journey. Huge. How, how has it helped your customer service? I mean, it's insane. So for example, failed payments happen all the time. This is very normal. People's credit cards go out of date. Any number of things can happen. And because we have Airtable synced with our payment processor, when someone fails payment, which happens, it just triggers an automated email like, hey, by the way, your payment failed. Here's what you got to do. And here's what will happen if we do not recover your payment within 30 days. Here's our terms and conditions. And we also have a in the, that automated email, our policy is to give any of our clients a 30-day pause if they need it for any reason, like no questions asked. So that email's automated. And then like that, that eliminates so much of my team has having to chase people because they don't have to chase people. They just have to take inbound requests after that automated email has been sent. When the client fixes their credit card, it automatically puts them back in. And it tags them correctly. And then it's like, thanks, you're good to go. See you, see you later. <laughs> like, even just that. How many hours a month were we spending chasing people? And, well, this person wants to pay in full and pay off their payment plan. And this person wants to do this. And this person wants to do that. And it's like, oh, my God, we cannot keep track of this in an email thread. Yeah. It's way too much. So that alone, huge. Recently, we had a client who re-enrolled. So our clients get an offer to re-enroll with us if they want to join for another 12 months for Six Figure Saver. And she re-enrolled and she emailed us and she said, I used the wrong credit card. Can you refund me? And then like send me back the thing and I'll do it again. And my team had one clarifying question because they could find her in Airtable. They could see who she was, where, when she had paid, what she had did, what she had did, what she had done. They emailed me one clarifying question and then they went off and did their job. And that was it. it. To, to fix that whole problem of the client paid with the wrong credit card, it would have taken me like five emails back and forth with her in the past. And now it took me one Slack message to tell my team, yeah, good to go. Just go ahead and do it. That's nuts. <laughs> That's nuts. It makes me so happy. Yeah. Automated onboarding, offboarding, and resigns. That whole process is inside of my group program, Systems Over Stress, which is what... Gina went through. Tell me about how like actually setting all this stuff up was for you. Yeah. So if you remember, this is so embarrassing. Like a year ago, I was very team, no team. Like I'm going to do it myself. Team, no team. So I joined Systems Over Stress before I had even an OBM or a VA or anything. And I set up, I would say like 90% of it myself. And then I ended up hiring a OBM. And with Systems Over Stress at the time, we were able to let our team members into the program. And so I gave her access. I stopped logging in. I stopped going to the calls. I stopped submitting tickets. And then my OBM just managed the entire thing. I gave her a seat on my Airtable account. And I think that that was also really helpful because I like my OBM to know without me having to train her, right? Like, yes, I have SOPs and all that stuff, but like, it's so nice to have systems over stress almost as like a training program for my team so I don't have to deal with it yep. but at the same time it was so nice for me that I got to go through it because I understand what everyone's talking about 
I don't feel like systems blind, right? I feel like I know exactly what's happening and I trust you guys to go figure it out. And it was pretty easy for me. I'm I'm a secret systems person. Like I'm a secret nerd. I think it's because I worked in tech for seven years in Silicon Valley. So I'm just like a techie person. But it was really easy. I set it up in the weekend. And I was able to, in that weekend, like transfer over old student data, which is probably the most labor intensive part for me, just like copying and pasting stuff. But if I had started with systems over stress when I started the program, that would have been amazing. That yeah, would have been so easy. <laughs> yeah, I love it. The best kind of like formula is like a CEO is like, I want everything that systems over stress does. I want what Ashley does. I understand it. I understand the value. I understand why this is the best thing. And I don't need to set it up. And then being able to delegate it to a team member like that is the best. Like that's 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 the best. But a CEO can totally do it in a weekend, which is what some some like to do. If you're listening to this on the podcast, after we talk about you, the way you use your data for marketing, we're going to screen share and sh look at all this stuff. And that's going to be on the YouTube channel. So before we dive into that, though, you are the queen of using all of this information, all of this data in your marketing, in your Instagram stories, right. in your Instagram bio. Tell me about the process of that, how easy it is, like what you delegate, all that. Well, first things first, in my Instagram bio, at the bottom, it says 2023 client savings colon dollar amount to the penny. I'm not talking about like 5 million saved. I'm like, to the penny, this is how much we saved this year. And I do it by year, not by total, because I think it's more transparent in some way. Like it feels like current. So I have to update that like every damn day because my clients submit so many wins. We are averaging... $5,371.50 per day of client savings wins. For this year, the average is like 7000 So that was for all time. But this year, we're That's averaging That's so cool higher. to see that average go up too. Yeah, super fun. So I have to update that bio like all the time, which I don't mind. And what I do is I go to my interface. I have a client savings dashboard. I'm able to select... Like I can see my client savings win for all time, but then I can also say just just show me 2023. I copy that number on my computer and then I just paste it because you can copy paste between your MacBook and your iPhone. And I just paste it on my iPhone and then it takes me like two minutes. So that's one way that I'm constantly updating my marketing to show that we are constantly saving money. And then the other way that I do it oftentimes is when we hit a big milestone I will usually do a podcast recording. I will go into my data and start pulling averages and medians and per person and as a group and all of those numbers and showcase those either on Instagram stories. I'll use it everywhere, though. I use it in my marketing emails. I use it on our sales page. I use it in our webinars. I use it everywhere. But the problem is I literally am always out of date. Always out of date. I post it. I recorded last, last night, I recorded the $5 million bonus podcast episode. And this morning, the numbers are out of date. I'm like, well, okay. That's such a good problem to have. It's a really good problem. It's like my, yeah. it's like my internal joke that none of these numbers are real because we're way further. Actually, while I was recording the podcast, the podcast was about 10 minutes long. From the beginning, I shared the number. And then at the end, I had to update and say, by the way, since we've been recording this, we got like $5,000 more of savings. I'm obsessed. And I just like, I love this industry. And I love, I just like love the results that you can get your clients. And all of your clients have amazing world-changing offers as well. But when you're leading with results, you have the receipts. And you're showing like, yes, not only am I amazing at marketing and do I have a beautiful brand, but like we are doing what, we're talking about like we are walking the walk and talking the talk and all of that and I just think it's like it's so cool and just the way that you use that data for in every capacity to celebrate your clients and improve your curriculum and make your marketing up to date it's just like it's chef's kiss it's perfect it's invaluable data it's invaluable data all across how, the board how do you think that tracking this data and using it has affected your launches and affected your sales it's hard to say because I have grow I mean Six Figure Saver started in May 2020. So this is its fourth year as a program. And we've just consistently grown in terms of our sales. So it's like correlation, causation, you know, who knows what actually. But I will say in terms of me and my energy as a CEO, 
I am so behind my program. I see my peers getting coached in the masterminds that I'm in who are, you know, feeling a little shaky about their client results and not because they don't get their clients results, but because they don't have a quantifiable way of seeing over time their clients results. I see CEOs feel a bit like embarrassed. There's a hesitation to claim something. I can't say that I do that because I don't know. And so I think having this data helps me be so behind my program. And that 100% affects my sales, right? Like, yeah, I think that any CEO listening to that understands that. <laughs> yep. I'm so behind my sales. Even if a client isn't getting the results that we want them to get, I know how to coach them. I know what they need to do differently. And having the data only helps me do my job better. So that makes me feel even more confident claiming the claims and saying Six Figure Saver will teach you how to save 100K in 12 months. That is a big promise. But I know, A, people have done it before. We're saving $7,000 a day or whatever it is. And I can coach any individual regardless of how many savings wins they've submitted on getting there. Yeah. I'm so glad that you brought that up because there is that we are in masterminds like if you're not in a mastermind, it's like it's such a special place to be, not only to get your own questions answered, but just like to remind yourself like you are not alone. Like people who you think have it all together are worried that they're not getting their clients the results that they promise. And it's not that they don't. It's just that they're not tracking it. And sometimes right. when you're like, we all have different problems. But I agree when I see people with that struggle, I'm like, oh, well, like we can fix that. Like that's not something to worry about. Like spin out about something else. I there love are many that. other things to spin out on. Spin out about something else. So good. So good. Uh, okay, well, let's share your screen. I would okay. love to see kind of like the before and after side by side of your your spreadsheet versus versus Airtable. Okay, so this is the before. So you can see like the timestamp when somebody submitted. And then I would ask them what month it was in. And you can see we were such a small program. Then we only had like a handful of submissions per month. Yeah. And at this time, we were actually tracking net worth, which can go up and down. So that's why you see negative numbers in here. And you can see like January was just a negative month. <laughs> but then you'll see net worth go up as well. Just, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> just a mess. Literally just a mess. And then what I would do is I would say for 2021, pull the sum if, or if column B has the word January, sum column C. So mm -hmm. I was proud of that. I was real proud of that. I used to have names right here so I could see their names. I just removed that for privacy sake. So I could kind of tell who was submitting what when. And you can see then like things started breaking. I have some other responses. I think this was 2021. It's a mess. It's it's not a mess, but it's not as good as it could be. Things that I see here, whenever I see, and if anyone's watching and they have a spreadsheet like this, it's like, okay, the things that we can't really do easily with this spreadsheet I want to be able to group by month or I want to be able to filter by 2021 versus 2022. And like you can do that again if you're a spreadsheet like whiz, but it's hard. Or like filter by person. Like how, so I've had mm -hmm. this maybe the same as this person. How have they done overall? That was none of that was available. Yep. I just and had the monthly totals. And then left to a million because at that point we were working on getting to one million. Like, and what's missing too, a big part of it that Gina mentioned is the linking this all back to like a student profile or like yeah. a student record. Like you can't, that's not tagged to Ashley. So you can't like, it would be really tough to just yeah. to see all that at a glance. Yeah. Wow. Thank God you're out so, of this thing. Okay. Show me, show me see? Airtable. Okay. So this is our Airtable now. So this is all time, but we can see 2023 as well. First, I want to show you guys, this is the form that people submit. So they find their name, they put how much they saved, what month they saved it in, business or personal savings, and then what helped you create the savings. So this is the form that they see that they submit. When they submit that form, it spits out this table. You can see that this person today submitted 2400 they told me the cash flow waterfall was the thing that helped them with the savings win. So that's a concept of mine inside of the program, which is super helpful because then I know, okay, cool, that was working for her. I can see that she has saved $6,500.99 overall, this client. 
And this is a service provider. This is looking up from our onboarding form where they tell us what kind of business they are, which is also very interesting for us to have. We have the year. I see that this was a business saving. So now we can start seeing the totals overall. Actually, it's this total right here. Let's see, we're up. 5,032,000, not 5,027,000. Mm-hmm. See, I have to update this. This literally just came in, I think, while we were on this call. So wow. this is across all time. So if we scroll, 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 scroll. That's a long time. But now we're getting into 2022. Cool. So yep. this is all time client savings since we've had this form. And it's interesting, right? Because like transferring surplus from Buffer, amazing. MRR stands for monthly recurring revenue, auto savings. I've been noticing a couple people have been doing auto savings and I don't teach that. And I'm like, that's interesting. Maybe I should incorporate that. Mm, Having a plan, buffer, my launch went well. So this section for me is super interesting because it's really helpful for me to figure out what is working and what's not. Look at this. We love having money come in. Buffer was met. Buffer. 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 Wow. (laughs) Like the buffer is really the thing. And then sometimes we'll have like, I had a painful client. And what I gather here is like they had a painful client and it went over the buffer. And over the buffer, yeah. So this is the hard data. But then we also have this interface, which is amazing. This is all time, 5,032,000. And then we have the median per person in 2023 and the average per person in 2023. And then all time median and average. I can also then select like, okay, I want to see 2023 and then that changes my total. I can just see 2023. I can just see April 2023. I can select by month or- You can technically see April like- April all time. April all time has been this. I think March has been our highest savings month of all time. 1.8 million. How interesting, yeah. And then you can see like the histogram. September is our- statistically lowest savings month which that's interesting too, that why. you can kind of you can kind of ground people in the like yeah. hey historically this is a low month like there's just yeah. so much that you can pull from and trends look at this trend it's like the end of the quarters yeah are high isn't that interesting like people hustle towards the end of the quarter yeah maybe or maybe some other hypothesis i don't know maybe i can do a beginning of the quarter challenge yep to like get people saving in the beginning. Or maybe I should follow their natural curve and like make the ends of the quarters huge. Big, yeah. Yeah, who knows? So many ideas. uh, Your spreadsheet could never. (laughs) This is so easy. And like the the way that Gina is thinking right now is how people, when they start to have all the data at their fingertips, they start to ask really interesting questions. Of like, oh, I see the data does this. Maybe I could do a new challenge like when you have it all there you just start to have questions and then immediately be like oh I can figure out the answer like I know what to do yeah can you show us your canva oh yeah well I want to show one more thing and I just want to show you guys the actual student record and what it looks like per person that we were talking so much about so this is my client Twyla I can see right at the top this is like her whole profile she saved $104,596 And I can see each single one of her savings wins. So she submitted a lot. I can see it split by 2023 and 2022, which is interesting. She's graduated, so she's out of the program now. I can see her onboarding form here, and I can read through it. This is what I wanted to get to. Testimonials. These are the Slack screenshots from her. So Mm -hmm. we screenshotted her wins in Slack and then tagged them to her. And then wrote out the words so I can search the words and pull screenshots. And she submitted four screenshots, right? Which is so interesting. This is super helpful for my sales pages because then I just pull these for my sales page. And Um, it's also helpful too that like you can, your team can say, if you want to say, hey, I want some case study podcast, can you just go through who submitted the most wins? And like they, it's a, it takes you out of that like emotional process of like, oh, I'm friendly with Kyla, so I could probably use her. It's like, there's some other people that just might be like silently crushing that you don't even know, but you'll be able to see based on the data. I mean, I can see like this was a form that she had submitted with questions for us. It's everything. I see her whole story all in here. Yeah. And the more people are engaging in the program, the richer this data is. Okay. She didn't submit her onboarding form at all. But she submitted a little bit. 
right? Like we have her Instagram handle and we have her business type. So it is all cumulative and all super helpful. And this is what I mean when I say with these systems, your program gets better as it gets bigger because now like that cumulative, like all of those wins that you have, all of the savings, people aren't mad that the program is growing. They're like, yes, that means that more people are getting in here and you have more data to say, how can we make this program better for people? So they're not losing the intimacy and they're not losing access. It's like every person that's, that gets added is like, is a benefit to the program for both you and the clients. Right. The curriculum wouldn't be half as good if it wasn't for all the data. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Gina, this was iconic. This will be an episode for the ages. Tell the people where they can find you. Yes. So you can find me at ginanox.co. That's like my website. You can find everything about Six Figure Saver, Seven Figure Wealth, all the links to all the places. You can join my email list. I'm also most active on Instagram at ginanox. And yeah, we hang out over there. I love it. I just also want to thank you. And I know this was very much a case study for me, but also my business and the way I think about money and all of those things would like not be possible without you and everything that you've done. I will link in the show notes, the podcast episode that we did about, I think it was investing and all of that. It just totally changed my entire business. I would not be in business if it wasn't for you still. So thank you so much for all of that. And I just like the collective helping that we all do each other with each other in this industry is just so beautiful. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks for helping me create the buffer system. It's helped so many people. (laughs) If you are committed to getting your clients results and creating the go-to coaching program in your industry, we want you to join us. Click that subscribe button on your favorite podcast app or YouTube to see all the systems, strategies, and behind the scenes stories of what it takes to create the most impactful coaching program you can. Hi there, I'm doing a free live masterclass on October 19th called The Three Simple Airtable Systems You Need to 3X Your Group Offer Sales and Triple Your Testimonials. You can sign up for free at systemsoverstress.co slash live or by clicking the link in the show notes. In this free masterclass, I am so excited. We're gonna be covering exactly what you need to set up inside of Airtable before your next launch so you're prepared for that inevitable client influx that isn't gonna sacrifice your student experience or burn your team out. We're also gonna share how Airtable can help you and your team do your jobs faster and more efficiently by creating one-click workflows, student progress dashboards that eliminate any manual data entry task and more. So there's no need to increase your admin hours as your program grows. We're also gonna be covering the automations you need to not only streamline the operations of your group program, but to improve your overall student experience, get your clients better results faster, increase your student renewal rate, make your marketing easier than ever, and so much more. And you know what this means? At the end of the masterclass, you'll be invited to join Systems Over Stress, my group program that helps you automate the onboarding, offboarding, and re-sign process of your signature group program in under 30 days. This is the only time the doors to the group program are gonna be open this year. So if Work With Ashley has been on your vision board, now is the time to mark your calendar. I'm sharing everything, so go ahead and sign up now at systemsoverstress.co slash live or by clicking the link in the show notes.